Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Athea Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within and a very happy new year to you and your family. I hope that you're able to ring in the new year with a little pizzazz, a little bit of style, and a whole bunch of fun and food. And uh, look, we wanted to share with you a little bit of bonus content today. So here's the deal. It's a new year. I'm going to guess that a bunch of you for this year, you know that you want it to be different. You don't want last year to be the same, especially in the area of unwanted sexual behaviors. And that's why we decided to uh, release an extra interview. This is an interview with a recent client of ours or a client who has recently graduated. His name is Jason Gingrich. And this guy has an unbelievable story. Um, yeah, just of, of like what happens when you start to do the inner work. And I'm not going to give too much of it away, but the one thing he said that really stood out to me was confidence and just talking about what it was like to get your confidence back and really find your stride. And I mean, this guy's like moving countries. He quit his job. He's starting a business. He's got four kids. He's married. Like um, he's t- taken some bold moves. And all of it is because of the deep inner work that he's done going through the program, getting free of pornography. So He's a real inspiration and I wanted to share this with you because I think it's important you remind yourself of what is possible, that the people who get free of porn are not extraordinary or supernatural. It's ordinary people who are simply accomplishing extraordinary things because they commit to a program and to a system and they carry it out consistently. And I want to let you know, like this is not a big plug for our program. This is simply a plug for taking massive action. Whether that's our program or another one, I don't really care, but I do want to see you do go through 2022 and make some radical changes in your life that are going to be in step with the call God has placed on you and in step with the things that maybe you haven't been able to do because of an unwanted sexual behavior. That might mean you do a program that helps you get rid of the behavior so you can then move on with your life. If that's what it takes, so be it. I know for me when I struggled, I would watch videos, I would listen to stories, I would just expose myself to people who were doing the things I wanted to do so that I knew as possible and I encouraged myself so that I could do it as well. And that's why I highly recommend you listen to this interview right to the very last bit of it. I think it's going to be really helpful for you and I pray it inspires you to make some radical changes in your life this year as well. Without further ado, here's my interview with Jason Gingrich. So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. All right. Well, I have the chance of sitting down with Jason Gingrich. Uh, Jason, thanks for taking some time, man. Appreciate it. My pleasure. So you've been in Deep Clean for about a year now, and uh, you have been really faithful, actually. I would say one of the, one of the more loyal students for sure. Uh, you've done the coursework. You're really faithfully attending uh, the group coaching calls, and you have had a crazy year. So we're going to unpack all that and talk a little bit about what that's looked like as you sort of pursued freedom. But why don't you go back and give us a little bit of context on just who you are, uh, a little bit about your family situation. I think that's helpful for people to hear. And, uh, and let's start there. Just the general details. Imagine you're introducing yourself to somebody you're meeting for the first time. Sure. So my name is Jason, and um, I grew up 
um, in Ontario, Canada, and in a family. I have two older sisters. I'm the youngest only boy. Uh, grew up in a Christian home, a Mennonite home, actually. And so with that came some um, traditions, expectations, different things like that. So um, that's all part of my story. I, I am happily married um, to a wife with four boys and that's where I currently find myself. And Dude, God bless your wife, man. Four boys. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been a really amazing journey and yeah, it continues to be, it's, it's wild. That's really cool, man. So yeah, we're going to get into all that. I wonder if you can tell us about, you have one child in particular whose uh, story will probably come up a little bit later as we get into it. Uh, but your boys are all healthy, but tell us a little bit about Spencer and his situation. Sure. Um, approximately um, two years ago, seven-year-old son um, was diagnosed with epilepsy, and that's really been um, a stressful thing to deal with, not knowing really what's going on and waiting for a lot of answers. Um, yeah, it's just been, it's been a hard, a hard uh, experience as a married couple to watch one of our children go through that um probably harder on us than on him to be honest with you he's a lighthearted yeah. boy yeah 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 thanks thanks for sharing and i think it's um it's important for people to see that you know it's not like you're coming in with this perfect life and you just had one thing to take care of and that was porn like um definitely some complexities that you're dealing with what brought you to deep clean and i guess i'm i'm more curious about just your story tell us a little bit about kind of your experience with porn masturbation all that kind of stuff and how did all that culminate where you reached the point that you were ready to do a program? Okay. Um, yeah. So how I ended up coming to deep clean first, I think um, I got to a place in my life where I finally believed that it was, it was more than just about my willpower and being able to muster it out. I always downplayed the problem, the struggle to something that I can beat one day. Um, but it actually came, uh, the decision came about two months after one night, I did an online just kind of a assessment on, on porn addiction. And that night I found out that yes, it is a problem. And mm. it hit me, it hit me really intensely. Actually, I, I uh, went up to uh, be with my family and I, my mind was just like, I think it hit me right between the eyes. And it took me probably about a month or two until I was willing to even admit that to myself and to, to my wife. And I knew that I needed, I need outside intervention to help me walk through this struggle. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing it. Um, how long had it been a problem in your life at that point? Oh, it's been, it had been a problem um, ever since I was, I would say 13 when I was exposed. Um, it hadn't been a real big problem right away for the first couple of years or whatever, but um, pretty, pretty consistently through my life. I feel like up until now I'm 38. Um, but uh, so that's a long time. Yeah. But it also was kind of like waves of intensity as well. Yeah. yeah. What was your first exposure experience like? Yeah, my 
looking back on that, my very first exposure happened, I think I say when I was 13 and that was, um, I think I was just hanging out with my neighbor friends and boys that I play with every day. And one of them had found a Playboy magazine in, in the ditch and brought it home from school. Mm-hmm. And we were there alone. I don't know. There was no parents around and we started looking at this and, uh, yeah, um, as far as the experience, it was uh, pretty unreal. Um, like a, to see a naked woman's body was uh, something that was a bit of a mystery to me. Um, female anatomy, um, sex, anything about sexuality was not really taught to me. Right. And so it was always like a real question in my mind. And this was just like a treasure chest that was right there and I couldn't believe my eyes yeah I wonder if you can talk about that that part of just kind of growing up not really talking about sex that was my experience as well uh different cultures Mennonite and Indian cultures are are very different in a lot of ways but certainly share that in common um I I imagine you probably have some listeners who can relate maybe they came from Mennonite backgrounds or, or similar backgrounds um and maybe people who have come from other backgrounds but like did you, you kind of said it was like a treasure chest. So for you, did you feel like finally you're getting some questions answered? Like finally somebody's talking about it or how did that cultural dynamic play into the experience? Well, I think the fact that I wasn't exposed to that from my parents, like taught, taught about those things immediately drove it to um, shame surrounded by like guilt and mm-hmm. shame. Like it was this uh, like, yeah, my experience with it was, oh, I just like, this is actually like how it is. And, and then immediately it was just like, oh, but like, it was just, just surrounded with like feelings of shame right away. Yeah. And yet it was like this treasure. And so it was a really, um, it was, yeah, I was mixed up from hmm. confused about, about those emotions that came came with yeah. it yeah I think now, a lot of people yeah sorry, sorry that was sorry. that was like the first porn viewership and that was yeah I think a lot of people can relate to an experience like that especially people who grew up in some kind of religious environment um very common experience I want to fast forward now I know there's lots of important details in between um and before we get to sort of your journey through deep clean I'm wondering if you can just touch on how your consumption of pornography affected your wife and what was her response around everything was she um hurt by it was there betrayal trauma Have, are you rebuilding trust i'm just wondering if you can kind of just cover the 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 gamut um briefly on on how it impacted your wife mm-hmm. well quite honestly i'm still trying to figure that out because um and i'm learning some things um i was not, I mean, I was at a better place in as far as porn and viewership and acting out like over my dating engagement, getting married, but it was definitely probably because I was finding some of my actual needs that um, were actually being met, you know, but the addiction part had already kind of set in. And so like, it was just a matter of time. And um, I think my, my wife, when like I taught myself over the years that I always downplayed that I can 
I can stop this. I, I can do something about it if I just had the willpower. And I think like in our relationship, she believed that too, that like, it's just a decision, like um, you can do better. And I believed I would. And, and then it was, uh, it kept being a problem, like even secretively and a couple of times it came up um, and the betrayal, the hurt was um, really difficult for me to watch and experience that. Hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was painful. I think there was a level of like numbness though for me already because of how it had been such a part of my life. Um, like almost like after it gets to be such a significant part of your life or like a ritual, then it turns your emotions become more numb to it. Yeah. And so seeing my wife in, in pain, I became kind of like, wow, like, do I, keep talking about the struggle or is it best just to try to work this out and, you know, get better on my own. And so that's probably been a bit of the trajectory in our marriage is like, it's been not a taboo subject, but we were very careful when and how we talk about it. Um, we come to periods of time where I'm honest with her and I tell her how I'm doing, but it hasn't been just like a, a real um, strong um, communication point where we can just um, be that way and I think it's partly to protect protect us in a way of course um, yeah yeah, yeah I appreciate, oh for sure yeah I, I really appreciate the honesty though because I think um, sometimes we're presented sort of this formula or a standard of what it should look like in a marriage but you and I know like no two marriages are the same everybody's figuring it out. But I think the important thing that you mentioned is like, uh, you got past the point of secrecy, like she was aware, she's brought into it. And the frequency of the conversations is, you know, I, I guess that's, that's a matter for you guys to figure out what's healthy. But um, I do love that she's involved in your process. And I know, um, even when you had signed up for the program, you you had talked to her about it, which for me, I love, uh, because I know some people come and, and they haven't had that conversation, which is, again, totally fine. But I, I really did appreciate that about you and your situation. Let's talk a little bit about actually going into deep clean. So you make the decision, you're going to join this program. And as I mentioned at the beginning, you've been really consistent, really faithful, and you've really impressed me. I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about, uh, for starters, what has been uh, maybe some of the, the biggest challenges that you have encountered doing deep clean? Yeah. Um... I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. <laughs> That's okay. So signing up for deep clean was like you said, um, I had my wife's like hundred percent behind me. Um, it was kind of at a point where it's like, man, like I need to, to move forward, like in our marriage and as a father, as a husband, like we need to just, we need to do this well. And like, there'd been, many times where I would promise myself and her and work with a friend or, a, you know, someone and, and be kind of in that accountability uh, group and just being open and honest that way, but never really um, 
finding true freedom, just more openness and honesty, I guess, but freedom was still yet to be had. And um, when I met um, Sophia in Deep Clean, um, I knew I was at a point where I was ready to like invest in, in this program because I knew it was going to take commitment on my end. It was going to take sacrifice and um, freedom comes with like expense and yeah. not just financial expense, although it is that. And for me, Sathya was actually like um, the expense of the initial program, but then like the ongoing expense of just the commitment of like calls and for myself uh, i've been taking like fridays off to just be in the content and or like friday mornings and pretty consistent with that and yeah um that's been um probably one of the most powerful things for me in my life is creating that rhythm that consistency of like commitment to the process mm, yeah yeah for sure and i, I think the, the reality of like even getting free of porn is it does require a consistency that you're just not accustomed to, like a, a consistency that's not built in. Um, I, th I think it'd be important to maybe provide some context to that statement you just made a couple of minutes ago, which is that you have dedicated Friday mornings to doing the coursework. And that's a really big deal for anybody, let alone a father of four. Uh, let alone a father with a child who has, you know, a pretty serious medical condition that can be quite demanding on at times, let alone to be somebody who uh, you made a job transition this year. And you and your wife have made a pretty big decision about even your future and where you guys are going to live. I'm wondering if you can just talk about some of the transitions that have happened. And uh, I'll let you know why I want you to contextualize this. It's not just so people understand your story. But one of the things that we really believe in Deep Clean is that the healing journey is an inside out process. You get healed inside and things start to look different outside. And I feel like those two big decisions you made, Jay, around your career and around moving, um, I, I'm, I would never be bold enough to say they're because of the program, but I know that, that the internal changes certainly were playing a role and kind of catalyzing some of those braver and bolder moves that you made. Can you just fill us in on kind of the craziness that your life has been the last year here? Yeah. Um, I'll start with this. And one of the things that um, the struggle of porn has robbed me from is confidence in life and in that every arena of life. Um, and I feel like through this process of committing these segments of time and kind of holding that as a stake in the ground, that's you have to determine what's most important for you in your life mm -hmm. in the long run. <laughs> because <laughs> on a Friday morning, it doesn't always feel like this is, it makes the most sense to be sitting in my office and journaling and taking in content. But um, when you look further into the future of like what your, your goals are and where you want to be as a person and in life, um, then it, it starts making sense. So confidence is something that I feel is one thing that has grown and grown and grown that I, like Sathya mentioned that my career change I'd been an employee for 13 years in cabinetry and millwork and quite, uh, you know, a good, good job. It was, it was, uh, um, you know, financially it was, it was fine for us. Um, but it was, uh, I needed to be expanded and challenged. It was very 
kind of boring and I just struggled, struggled feeling stuck. Um, and it kind of out of that birth, this dream of being self-employed and starting my own business of doing on my own. And through this program now, I guess it's been over three months ago that I quit my job and I'm, I'm self-employed and trying to figure it out now. And it's been a step that I wouldn't have dreamed doing probably two to three years ago. I was clinging to the security that I had in, in financial employment. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's a big deal, man. And, you know, I think anybody making that move at any point in their life, it's a big deal, but you know, when you got young kids and everything else you're, you're doing, I just, I deeply admire that decision, that bravery. And I think you spoke to something there that a lot of guys can relate to, which is confidence and how a porn addiction can really suck your confidence out. Um, how, how did you find the confidence to make that decision? What, what was the correlation? What was going on in you that said, okay, I, can, I think I can actually do this. I can still provide for my family on my own, apart from a job that I've had for 13 years. Um, man, it's hard to explain. It's like, I think it's something that's happening like really deep inside. Um, I think... And I say this, it's hard to even say this, but getting to a place where, you know, it's, it's okay to fail or like, like Sophia has said men, uh, more than once I know is like, what's the worst thing that can happen? And is it really that bad? Yeah. Um, like you're going to survive even if the worst thing that happens and like, so um, yeah, I would, I, I feel like there's been a shift like deep inside that I'm able to risk. And I'll, I'll touch also on like the move. So Sophia yeah. mentioned where if I can just jump into that now. Yeah, um, yeah, go for it. I married an American and her family is all in South Carolina. Um, so over the last um, about a year, it's been something we've been thinking about. And six months ago, we've um, officially got our documentation and to immigrate to the US. So we're all Canadians and we're moving south and it's in the process now. And that is a massive step for me. I don't know. I just, I grew up and <laughs> I grew up in Waterloo region and I was like, that was home. And like to, to move away, to leave, I think to leave like the, the, comfort I think and the knowing the knowing the surrounding knowing the uh community people I know it's going to be like posed like a huge challenge to me a different culture in the south different climate climate's going to be big for me I I am used to winter and I I don't do heat so like um but also like the being coming to a place where man I just want to see my family, my boys and my wife like thrive with her family and feeling like we might have more opportunity down here to, I say down here because I'm actually at my in-laws right now. Um, Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I just noticed when I said that um, down here, but so yeah, it's, it's a huge change and there's so many, like, I guess there's a lot of stressors that come blasting into my mind 
Yeah. And like that control bit wants to just, just uh, take over. But I think there's something going on at a deep level where I'm, I'm all right to step out and do some of the unknowns and take one little step. Oh, that's such a big deal, Jay. Not, not a little step at all. Two huge steps that some people uh, are never able to take in their entire life because of the lack of confidence and and security and everything else. So that is really powerful. Um, Kudos to you, man. And I think it's really, really cool. I'm wondering, you know, when you reflect back on, on a year doing the program, the progress you've made, the changes that are, that are happening in your life, what, what would be your biggest takeaway? What's the thing for you that you know, as I continue on this journey, here's, here's some of the things that I have to keep in my life, you know, to, to stay clean, to continue to see the results I want, or what, what have some, been some of your major, major takeaways that you know are going to last beyond the duration of the program? Mm-hmm. Well, when I started this program, probably the biggest question is finding a why behind the journey why am I doing this and um, I can't stress it enough how important that question really is to um, have a motivation Um, you need you need a motivation that's stronger than compulsion than stronger than um, your old habits Um, to pick you up in the times where you slip and to look at that and say, you know what, what I just did is just in the way of what I actually want to do or be and who I want to be. And so sometimes setting a why can, it can look like way far out and like someplace you want to be, but also like having a why that's maybe closer to more to a day-to-day experience that you can, you can feel and like confidence is one thing I need for every day. Like I need, I need confidence to run my business, but I need confidence thinking ahead a year to when we will plan on moving to South Carolina. Um, But I need confidence every day to get up and face a difficult job that I am doing or whatever, like um, without confidence, I, I'm in a sad state. So I'm fighting for confidence is um, one of the biggest things. Um, Another thing is like my, in my marriage, like connection, finding um, a more meaningful connection in my marriage um, just Mm. by being transparent and free from porn ultimately. Yeah. Um, So that's something that I'm just um, driven towards is like, cause I know it's a major need in my life. Yeah. Connection. And so and the best place for that is going to be obviously with my wife. And so like, we're, we're working on that. We're growing towards that. And that's a huge, um, a huge why behind what I'm doing. Yeah. I it's need. really, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And you know, when you, I, I was just thinking a little bit about your story and how you've gone through, like you basically, um, volunteered yourself into this puddle of stress and chaos and uncertainty, right? Like two huge life-changing decisions pretty close to each other and no guaranteed outcomes. And I was just thinking for the guy who's addicted to porn, that's a really dangerous place to be because that kind of environment can be, it, like it's going to be crushing um, if you don't know how to manage your triggers, if you don't have good stress management, you know, if you don't have that kind of security and stability. And I just think uh, when I look at the man you've become in the last year 
um, you're almost not recognizable, Jay. Like that confidence really has changed the way you handle yourself, the way you carry yourself. And it's, it's very much a reflection of the life you're leading now. And certainly the life that you'll be leading, who knows, another year or two like this, um, who knows what else we're looking at here. Um, it, it's really exciting to, to see and, and to think about. My last question for you is you're talking to, uh, you know, people who have the struggles, people who have tried the things and are, are feeling the shame. Maybe they didn't have those conversations growing up either, much like you. I'm just wondering what you might say to somebody who's on the fence about doing a program, whether it is deep clean or something else, what would be your encouragement to them in sort of making that decision? And I guess what I'm, what I'm trying to avoid is I, I know that you probably believe they should do something. Um, but I guess I'm wondering if you can give uh, maybe a piece of advice on how to, how to make that decision and how to go about uh, making a choice to, to move forward and get some legitimate help. Yeah. Um, I think for me, and what I would say to anyone that is aware of a struggle in their life, I think coming to a place of like um, humility, humility of the problem that it is, and then, but you still need like an ounce of faith that there is freedom out there, because I'm telling you there is, I can see you know, I can see the sunrise through the trees, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I would say, um, yeah, to to come to a place where, like for me, when I came to the place where I knew I needed, like, help from the outside, it wasn't about just, like, willpower. I had, there was something that needed to shift in my brain, and I needed guidance through that. Um mm. I think coming to that place of like humility, humility and just will, willing to, to commit to something and to walk, walk through with something. Yeah. Yeah. It's really well said, man. You are an inspiration. Uh, very proud of you. And I really appreciate you just being brave enough to share on, uh, well, yeah, to share on your story and your experience with Deep Clean Man. Thanks for doing this. You're welcome. Well, there you have it. That was uh, my interview with Jason Gingrich. And like I said, a really powerful story. This guy has just gone through uh, a lot in the last year. He's made some bold moves. And, you know, the thing that really struck me was what he said about confidence. Uh, I was just like, man, what a big deal that is to get your confidence back. And you can see kind of how that has impacted his career, his family, his vocation. uh, Sorry, not his vocation, his location. And uh, a whole bunch of other things in his life. Really, really powerful stuff. I want to encourage you one last time. Let this inspire you. Let it motivate you and maybe even incentivize you to do something about your porn addiction in 2022. Sign up for something. Get, get a coach. At least do a challenge. Get some resources. Uh, I want to just, I want to encourage you. You can have a better year ahead and it starts right now. You just have to make that decision and take some action. Don't be a perfectionist about it, um, but just take some steps forward. Uh, find the places that you trust, the, the areas where you know you're going to get you know, good information, uh, good guidance along the way, and some community. And as long as you have those things in the mix, it's probably going to help you in that area. And if deep clean is something you're really interested in, you can book a time in my calendar. I would love to sit down and chat with you and to see if it's a good uh, fit. Follow the link in our show notes. Basically, that's going to give you a free ebook 
And I'd love for you to read through that ebook. And if at the end of it, you think, hey, this is, this is good. This is something that I'm interested in. Um, there's a button for you to book a call and uh, we can take it from there. So thank you guys so much for listening. Happy New Year. Go celebrate, have fun, and let's start 2022 the way it was meant to be. Much love, guys. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sophia again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review on your podcast platform. Now, I want to take this final moment to invite you to something that I'm really excited about, our deep clean VIP community. Here's the deal. We saw that in this space of manhood, sexuality, and faith, there are a lot of unasked questions. They range from relationships to sex to male anatomy, calling, career, and everything in between. We create a deep clean VIP for men like you who want regular coaching from me, VIP access to our podcast guests where you get to interact with some of the world's leading experts in men's health, a monthly seminar, and a community of men from around the world pursuing success in life and integrity in sexuality. Deep Clean VIP provides answers to your deepest questions, hope for a full recovery, and the necessary tools to make that full recovery a reality. If you're ready to take things to the next level, I want you to stop what you're doing right now and sign up for Deep Clean VIP at www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. The link is in the show notes, but let me give it one more time. That's www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.